Hello, everyone, and welcome to Not Playing to Win. It's a board game podcast for everyone who's stuck in their own fucking house for forever. My name is Kate, and with me is Arizona. Hi. And Sarah. Hello. I've been in my house for a whole week, you guys. How about you? I've lost track of how many days I've been in my house. I know it was longer <laughs> than you, Kate. Probably like a, a week longer, maybe a little bit longer than that even, because I poorly planned some vacation days right before That's my work right. went to work from home. But after like all the restaurants and businesses closed, so I had two days where I just sat at home not doing anything, <laughs> but I wasted those vacation hours. Yeah. <laughs> I started my work from home when, like, when they declared the safer at home in Wisconsin. Yeah. It's the same day I started working yeah. at home. So it hasn't been as long. But not long enough that me and Arizona have killed each other or our third roommate. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. That's good to know. Check in on the next episode when it'll just be me and Kate recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so I should start planning. She's declaring her future victims. <laughs> Some sort of defense. <laughs> Yeah, the best thing to come out of staying at home all the time is that we have a lot more time for games, although it can be a little bit difficult when you can get your full normal game group back together. So we're going to talk about all the different things that we've been doing when we've been locked at home with just our roommates. So this only works if you have more than just yourself in your home, but I would recommend playing legacy games. Most of them I feel like you can play with two. Some of them are better if you have like a group of like four or something. I have three root or I have myself and two roommates, so that can work out pretty good for most legacy games. But um you get to play them over a long period of time. And since you're locked in the house, there's no better time to arrange <laughs> your group <laughs> to play them all in a row than now. Because I know that in the past, when I've played legacy games, I think there's one that we've been playing for well over a year because it's hard to get the group together. Yep. But if the group is locked in the house together, <laughs> they can't run away from you. <laughs> Diabolical. Yeah. I think the the legacy game that most people have heard about and know, and maybe one of the classics, one of the first legacy games was Pandemic Legacy. I don't know if that's a recommended game to play right now. It could pique a lot of your anxiety about, yeah. um, it's, you a, know, a little too real. It's pretty Way on the nose. Right it's pretty on the nose. It's about, yeah. you know, fighting a pan, a pandemic. Actually, I guess it's, I think it's like four pandemic spreading yeah. throughout the globe. So it might be a little too, it might be too much. Too re- it might be too real right now, uh, especially if you lose a lot, which I tend to do during yeah. the pandemic. But maybe, maybe having control over the situation could help people. You know, maybe that's yeah, it could like, be therapeutic. Like, could be therapeutic, right? I don't know. It depends on your personality, maybe. But pandemic legacy is a great one. Um, you play over the course of a year in game, which is like you play one game per month, but you can repeat a month if. You fuck up, essentially. If you fuck up. Yeah. And if you've ever played regular Pandemic, it's a co-op game. It plays pretty similar where you are all trying to stop the disease together and everybody has a different role on the team. It's pretty hard to win. I, th- I It's pretty hard to win regular Pandemic. I think Pandemic Legacy is significantly easier because if you fuck up, you get another chance. And if you fuck up the second time, just... The game still keeps going. It's just that bad things happen. It's just, like, bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not that much easier. Just because, like, 
Yeah, like I definitely needed the second chance on several months. We oh yeah, like, I think we used the second chance that several times. That did not work out. Yeah. And like, fair warning, you might discover halfway through that you've been playing it wrong and like, that's just bound to happen. We found out there were some rules that we were doing wrong, like, part of the way through. Yeah. And I know we've had the same issue with Charterstone, another legacy game, where we found out later on we were doing some rules wrong. And I feel like, you know, it's okay. I think that's part of Don't the legacy game thing a little bit. Because when you play a normal board game, like, I still feel like a lot of times the first time I play a normal board game, I do fuck up some rules. But, like, there's no consequences because then next time I play we hopefully figure out that we fucked up and we do it right that time. Whereas with a legacy yeah. game, you fucked it up and you have to keep going. So like, it just happens. But I think some legacy games have better written rules than others and are more clear about how things change as you go. But it depends. Yeah, the thing about this, the thing about this one that I was sad I missed is that it gives you, when you f- discover like each new disease that's spreading, it gives you a space, space to write a little name in. I just oh, didn't, didn't see that. that. And we didn't name any of our diseases. I can't remember. Do you remember what some of our... I'm pretty sure one of them was poo brains. Oh, yeah. We definitely had poo brains. I think poo brains was one of our worst diseases. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and cat sure. parasites. Cat parasites. <laughs> I can't remember what the other ones were, but I know... I remember poo brains. Yeah, pretty. poo brains. I think poo brains is the one that was, like, really Yeah, spreading. I think it's, like, the one that mutated, too. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So, like, ours didn't, ours didn't have names, so we just referred to them by, like, the color, because each disease has a different color of like components which means you just sound really racist all the time you're like okay we need to eradicate the black disease <laughs> i just <laughs> oh. yeah i wouldn't recommend that <laughs> yeah i think that naming them something funny is much <laughs> much better because i got a nice little chuckle out yeah. of saying that oh, poo brains. we had vampirism oh yeah vampirism was red mm-hmm. the red one Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like Pandemic is, I think, the classic legacy game that most people have heard of. A lot of people have tried it. As Arizona said, we've also, the three of us have played Charterstone, which is a very cute legacy game. I think it's a, is it a Stonemeyer game? Yeah, it Stonemeyer. is a Stonemeyer. It's super cute. You each have your own little village and you're trying to open crates and like create new buildings. And there's some sort of plot having to do with this king who doesn't die and it's mostly it's just really cute it's got you've got little um like they're not slaves they are helpers minions minions Minions. yes thank you kate minions one of them is cats one of them is like a robot you can have a little butler or ghost they're all really cute they're all really cute and we've 100 percent been using them wrong the entire yeah oh yeah i know but you know Whatever. It's not that important. <laughs> we've been, I mean, we've been using it consistently wrong. Yeah. So the game yeah. still has rules. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It makes a lot more sense now, too. Mm-hmm. Now that we found out that we've been using mm-hmm. them wrong. One of our friends, Olivia, recommended legacy games for this. And what she said was that she thought that it was awesome to play an immersive game that took a long time so it could take your thoughts away from the present <laughs> situation and her anxiety about the world. <laughs> Olivia Great has a lot of anxiety, idea. so <laughs> that seemed to work out for her. She was currently playing Clank Legacy, which is pretty new, part of the Clank series, which if you haven't played them, I think we talked about it on one of our other episodes, but... Yeah, we talked about Clank in space. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. Clank! In yeah. space. Okay. So OG Clank is like you're going down into some caves and taking treasure and there's a dragon that can wake up. And I think that Clank Legacy follows that plot more than the space type plot. Um, but you're working for a 
a corporation that is paying you to like go steal things. And what she said is that it has a plot, a book of secrets is what it's called, which is, it works very similarly to like a Ryan Laukout game. So like above and below or near and far where there's like scenarios that can happen. And it comes with like a little storybook that you like read the scenario and then you get to pick a thing that happens and then that will change how you play, um, which is very cool. I love that type of game near and far and above and below are both really fun for the storytelling, I think. And Olivia recommended this game really highly. She said that unlike a lot of other legacy games she's played, um, she doesn't think that this one kind of like railroads you into a certain way of playing. Like some legacy games, like even though things change as you go, everyone in the world essentially who plays this game gets the same sort of plot and a lot of the same like changes to the plot as it goes. Whereas she said that this Clank legacy game, some of the things that change would change the game completely. And like, so if you play it again and you can play it again, she said that like, it would be very different each time that you played it. Like you wouldn't end up following the exact same plot, which I thought was pretty neat because I think that, um, that is kind of true of a lot of the legacy games that I played is that they kind of, they kind of block you into the path that they want you to take enough so that like, it's not like you're doing a choose your own adventure book where like you're going to end up with like 17 different endings possible. You kind of have different decisions, but they lead to a, a sort of like collective path. So yeah, um, legacy games, highly recommended for if you have at least a few people in your household you could play with. Yeah, it's definitely a great time to do all those good time-consuming yeah. game campaigns. Yeah, because yeah. I know, you know, we, when we play legacy games, it's like, we might play two games in a row of it or something, and then in order to get the group that was playing back together, it might be like a, a month. month or something, six or six months, yeah, before <laughs> we play again, and you might have forgotten all the rules. <laughs> but since you're all stuck inside, you yeah. might as well play, you know... A, ca- a campaign a day or something. Yeah. I would also recommend the legacy for near and far too. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. done it near and far. You could play it. I like that you can play it either just like one shot, just play it as a game normal, or you can do legacy. And there's two different versions of doing the legacy also. And it's one of those ones where you could do the legacy multiple times if you want to. And I think that any way you do it is, can be fun. Yeah. I like, I like legacy games where at the end you can either play it again or it, creates like a very good game that you could play by itself like yeah it's like your own just like you get you like your own custom yeah. copy of like betrayal yeah because i think at, or, like yeah. at the end of charterstone we're supposed to have essentially like a good worker placement and i feel like i can see that charterstone would still work at the end with mm-hmm. like however we end up with it created which is kind of cool yeah <laughs> But let's say you don't have people to play games with. Yeah. Or you've driven your roommates insane because they can't get away from you. (laughs) Yeah. So you're stuck playing games by yourself, which is totally fine because there are plenty of games that offer solo mode, um, which I've talked before about doing solo gaming for some of the games we've talked about. Um, We've talked about Feast for Odin and Era um, and um, I think we at least mentioned with Tiny Towns and Wingspan and parks that they all have a one-player mode. Mm-hmm. It, some people might think it sounds sad to play a game by yourself, but I personally <laughs> find it... I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't play games by myself almost ever. I feel like... I feel like part of it is because when I was a little kid, like, I grew up as an only child and, like, away from, like, 
any neighborhoods where there were other kids. So, like, I played games by myself when I was a little kid, but they were, like, Monopoly and Life. Yeah. And it's not, it wasn't super fun. And I did it anyway because so I was so bored. <laughs> so now... Oh, you poor thing. So now when I think about solo gaming, that's what it brings to mind, is, like, sitting alone in my basement with my copy of Life Aww. because I had no friends. <laughs> that would be really sad. I'm sorry for you. It wasn't because I had no friends. It's because my friends lived like 15 minutes away and couldn't sure, come over. I'm sure, they did. They did. I had friends. God, Arizona. I I would recommend if you see a game that has that says like one to whatever, trying the solo game if you have no one else and you just really like the game because it might surprise you. A lot of the games so far that I've played, I haven't been disappointed with the one player mode. What I have been disappointed is with how I do. Um. <laughs> Like, for example, I played Dinosaur Island, one player. Oh, I didn't realize that one had a solo It does. And I was thinking... You'll learn something new every day. I was thinking I was doing such a good job, and I was like, God, I don't really have a lot going on in my park. I was like, it's okay, because, like, none of my people got eaten by dinosaurs, which I'm pretty sure is a good thing. I'm pretty sure you don't want people to get eaten by dinosaurs. Like, probably, right? Yeah. I mean... Well, it depends on if they're dicks. Well, I guess that's true. I mean, the hooligans would love if they got eaten by hog. Yeah. But... If only... Then at the end, like at my score, I looked at my score and I was like, wow, I didn't do that great. Like, <laughs> I definitely could have like scored better this game. And like, you know, I wasn't like competing really against anyone. There's like things you do. Most solo games have cards or things that you draw that block out you from getting some of the resources that are available, just as if there was another player there. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have everything available. But like still, like, you know, most things were there. Yeah. I just still am not very good, I guess, at Dinosaur Island. <laughs> what was the one you were telling me about the other day where it made you pretend you had a sister and oh, your sister? Isle of Cats. So oh, in yeah. Isle of Cats, you have a sister and your sister is trying to steal all of your glory for rescuing cats. And you're competing against her and seeing who can save the most cats. And I felt very angry at my make-believe sister <laughs> who was rescuing all these cats that I wanted. And that one I actually did feel, though, it ended up being a very close game because you score your sister's boat, which is kind of weird, but you score her and you score mine. And, like, I ended up beating her by quite a bit, but, like, I was still angry at her the whole time. And she's not a real person. There's <laughs> did you give her a name? Her. I didn't give her a name. You should give her I a should've. name next time. She made me angry, though. Name not- it after one of our real friends so then you can tell them how angry you are at them at the end. <laughs> God, Sarah, you were such a bitch to me. I love cats. Hey! So all of my cats. Not me. <laughs> Agricola also is kind of fun because it has like a thing where you at the end of each game you get to keep one of your careers or one of your jobs and then you get to play with it the next game so and you get to keep adding it and the goal is to keep doing better each time like with a higher score and it kind of in some ways it's easier because you get to have another job each time mm-hmm. which Agricola if never played it before is like a farming it's an Uwe game Uwe Rosenberg game and really it's about farming Agricola what I've heard is really Agricola even though I want to say in my, Agricola everything right? in my heart wants me to call it Agricola Agricola sounds like a some Pepsi product for farmers yeah it sounds like some sort of corn based soda <laughs> which I think all sodas are corn corn based <laughs> well, yeah, corn syrup yeah. based but like 
Scythe apparently is one player too, which I am now interested to see what that would be like. Yeah, see, I just I just ignore that one player option on every yeah, game apparently. I feel like a lot of games that I own surprisingly do have a one player that I just never noticed or cared about because mm-hmm. I really only play games when I'm with my friends, but maybe I should give it a shot. Not all of us have the luxury to play games with our friends. What do you mean? <laughs> Arizona doesn't have any have friends. Any friends. Okay. You could no. ask me to play games. <laughs> no, sometimes it's just it's just like like for a feast for Odin, for example. Like God, not right. everyone you is, can play feast for Odin by yourself. Not everyone is as into as feast for Odin or is hot for a feast for Odin <laughs> at the same time. So like it's hard to believe. Yeah, it's hard to believe. So you know, I just you know I went through that phase where I was just playing it all the time by myself. Yeah. And again, my biggest disappointment sometimes with one player games is how poorly I'll do and be like, how did I do so bad? I was just playing against myself. Like I should have been able to like do very good and then I won't have done very good. What do you, what do you call a feast for Odin when you play it by yourself? Is it like a, a binge eating for Odin? (laughs) (laughs) A sad dinner alone with Odin without Odin? Odin dines alone. <laughs> Microwave dinners for Odin. <laughs> I'm a huge supporter of solo gaming, and if it, you know, like I said, if it just says like one, if it says you can play with one person on the box, try it out. You might be surprised. You might have fun. Even little things like Kokoro and Second Chance have one player modes. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I would pl- I would play Kokoro against myself. I'd play like Kokoro at any time with anyone, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you can try it. And you just, you play, I'm pretty sure with Kokoro is you play three times and then like you see how well your scores are. And again, I play that and I'm like, God, how, f- how the fuck did I do so fucking bad? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. But it's fun. Kate, you know what? I think I figured out another reason why you and I probably don't play games alone, play solo games, is because if you're playing alone, you have to be the one to read the rules. Oh god, I don't I don't read I'm not so great about reading the rules either. Hey hey Patty, can you can you read the rules and teach me it to teach it to me so that I can just like play it without you? Yeah, and then and then go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's say though you want to play these games but you don't own them. The other solution, of course, is to download it on your phone because that's Arizona's the queen of playing games on her phone. So. I love games on my phone. I'm addicted to them. Um, so I feel like sometimes we're playing a board game together and you have a second game going oh, on. Oh, she always does. Time. It's usually patchwork. It is. <laughs> so I'll talk I'll talk about patchwork first. So patchwork you can play it either against a couple different like easy, medium, hard AI modes. The hardest mode is the character's it's name Uwe himself, yeah, isn't it's, it? The character's name is Uwe, and he takes a little bit longer than normal like AI to respond. So it's just fun to pretend that it's like really Uwe. That's really Uwe <laughs> Rosenberg, like responding to all these patchwork games yeah. playing. And or you can play like online as well. Yeah. Um, but I normally just play against the AI, and I I'm addicted to it. Like yeah. it's you- so relaxing and fun, and like sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. And I don't regret my purchase of it for the amount of times I've played it. I've definitely played it yeah. more than enough times just Arizona's by buying it. insanely good at patchwork now. This is the problem with all of the games that Arizona plays on her phone, are that she gets crazy good at them, and then you can't compete in real life when we play them. <laughs> which is, and I've talked before, obviously, about the Galaxy Chucker app, which I can't recommend enough because I love it mm-hmm. so much. Um, what makes me love 
uh, board game app more than like more than another one is when it has a campaign mode, especially just because it really helps mix things up. Um, so like Castles of the Mad King Levig, the app has a campaign mode. Um, so just like Suburbia and I'm trying to think which one else, uh, Splendor, which we've talked about before, and then the Galaxy Trucker. And it just kind of fixed it up. So instead of just replaying the same game over and over again, which with patchwork, I obviously don't have a problem with, but like it adds a new element because then there's different challenges to the board game that you play on your phone. I used to play the train. What's the real ticket to ride? Ticket to ride. I used to play ticket to ride online all the time. And I could just play it over and over and over and over again. Especially I love to play games until I win them and Mm -hmm. then, and then I can quit, which is maybe like. And a compulsion. <laughs> and I like playing Ticket to Ride as well. I went to a phase. Yeah. I played that one a lot. And that one doesn't have a campaign mode, but you can play it against online people or against AI. Mm-hmm. And- oh, online people are dicks, though, in Ticket to well, Ride. Yeah. They suck. Fuck those people online. <laughs> <laughs> don't interact with people online. The fun part of quarantine is that you don't have to. Yeah, you, don't have to. you don't have to play games with assholes. <laughs> well, did I say about Ticket to Ride? Um, that I like about Ticket to Ride and that I like about Splendor and playing against the AI and those ones is that it only takes like 10 minutes or mm-hmm. something. And I like how quick it is because oh, then yeah. you can mm-hmm. just like repetitively play it. You're like, oh, I didn't win that game. So I'll just play it again. Yeah. I'll just play it again. I'll just play it again until I keep winning. Yeah. And you can just get into a cycle. It's mm-hmm. really just a great way to spend some time. I also downloaded Carcassonne recently, which I've only played it twice. I think I'm going to like it. Um... I haven't decided yet. I can see Carcassonne translating pretty mm-hmm. well into an app. Yeah, it's like you get to see where you have to place the tiles and place your little meeple. I've only I've only played it twice, so I feel like I can't like yeah give my full opinion yet on how I feel. But I'm excited to try it out. Um, Lords of Waterdeep. I ooh, that seems like a hard one to play on your phone. It's I wouldn't recommend it for your phone. I would recommend it maybe for your tablet. Yeah, just because it's. There's a lot going on and it's kind of hard to see on your phone. It gets busy mm-hmm. on your phone screen. If you have a bigger screen though, um, it can be fun to, to play it. If like, cause like I haven't played Lords of Waterdeep IRL in a while, which is sad because it used to be one of my favorite games. So it was fun to play on my tablet though, because on my phone it was just, it was too much going on. Like, yeah. and I kind of felt the same way when I played, um, Agricola, all creatures big and small. That was kind of hard to play on the small phone screen. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it needed to be played on that bigger, like, tablet screen, for example. I think when we talked about Takedo, we talked about the app for that being yeah. not too busy, but just, like, the graphics are too nice to mm-hmm. be playing on your phone when you could yeah, play it on Yeah, it's a, a little tablet. hard to click yeah. on things, too, because mm-hmm. they're, like, kind of hiding and you can't see them all. It's still pretty, though. It's not, like, it oh, it's so pretty or anything. It's- no, I still play it on my phone. Unless I check, Takedo and Evolution are still free right now in the App Store. Oh, um, which I haven't played Evolution yet. I downloaded it though, so I was mm-hmm. gonna try that and see That'd how that be works. Interesting. And I know that there's like Castles of Burgundy I've heard good things about, mm-hmm. and um Seven Wonders Duel I've heard good things mm-hmm. about. I just saw recently that there's a cottage garden, Ooh. which I'm wondering how that translates. Nice. Just because I think it would be good, I right? Really like cottage it's garden. It's similar enough to patchwork and like garden. the sort of setup that mm-hmm. I think it would work good. There's also a pandemic on your phone, so mm-hmm. You I don't know, know if, if I want that stress. I don't know if I want that stress. That's why I'm not, that's why I didn't buy yeah. it. But like, I was like, oh, if this was a different, you know, time. Yeah. And a different the time. The only game I consistently play on my phone right now is Oniram, but it's a really, I highly that's recommend true. that one. It's, um, I think you can play online or 
solo, which I just always play it solo. Um, and it's sort of like a solitaire style card game. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Um, but it's really, it's really nice on your phone. I've played it once in real life and, um, like a million times on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I like it on my phone because it's already a game that's sort of built to be played with only one or two people. So I think that it's nice that way. If I was recommending my top, I'd have to recommend my top two, which would be Patchwork just because of the, not, mm-hmm. the sheer number of times I've played Patchwork, like, mm-hmm. has to make it, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. It's I will just say, I actually fun. like Patchwork better on my phone than in, in real life. Because well, yeah, the just, setup is a little bit obnoxious yeah. in real life. And you can pass and play Patchwork as well. A yeah. lot of these, they do have, like, a local play where you can pass and play it on your phone. Yeah, I've definitely done that with the Patchwork one, like, in the back of a car when someone else is driving. Just, like, whoever's in the, whoever's passengering can just kind of pass and play shit like that. Yeah. But my number two recommendation would would, would be Galaxy Trucker because I I love the app. It's so it's good. It's fun. Pay the money, get it. I recently downloaded the expansion. I'm excited to try the expansion <laughs> on my phone too. It's great. So you can become even better at Galaxy Trucker. So I can become even better at Galaxy Trucker. <laughs> You'll never be able to play against anyone but Patty again. <laughs> yeah. Well, Patty also practices. Patty plays both Patchwork and Galaxy Trucker on his phone a lot too. So I guess he seconds your recommendations. But yeah, just one more reason that no one can ever approach Arizona or Patty and Galaxy Trucker. Well, and Patty is the one who told me that I should get the expansion for Galaxy Trucker on my phone. Mm-hmm. So he's already been playing it a lot. Yeah. So I have to. I had to get better so I can play against him. <laughs> basically, um, the last thing about apps is I do want to do a shout out to Board Game Stats. Um, which is an app that you can track like what game you play and like who won and like the score for it. I downloaded it for kind of to track my 2020 games, but I just have really been enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, tracking each time I play a game, like who played it, who won and like their score. And I think it'd be a great thing to do during your like quarantine to track what games you played. It is. I love board game stats. I have been tracking all my quarantine games. Actually, because it lets you pick your location. Oh, yeah, that's right. To track like where you played the games. <laughs> did you at set home. it as quarantine? <laughs> I did. So that I can track cute. So I can track how many games I've played when I've been stuck here. <laughs> I like that. And you make me. I feel like I should change now. This most recent game of Second Chance I played to say quarantine. <laughs> it's the location. But I think it's just a a fun way, like, in general, to track what you've been playing. I wanted to get a nice, like, journal to track it, but, like, I couldn't find a good one online that I like. And someone had recommended this app online. And I was like, oh, like, whatever, like, $3. Yeah. Like, do I really want and to spend three whole dollars? No, but this and does the math for you. It does. If you had a notebook, you'd have to figure out your win percentage all on your own. I know, exactly. This tells me <laughs> my win percentage. I mean, sometimes I wish it didn't tell me yeah. my win percentage, because then it makes <laughs> no, me I lo- Yeah, I love Am this Am I app, still beating yeah. you? I don't know. I think you are beating me. I'm doing really bad. You guys, this might come as a surprise, but I'm actually not that great at games, but that's okay. It's okay, because you're not playing to win. I'm not playing to win. But yeah, so that's... I'm not playing to win either, but I am winning. <laughs> Sarah 100% always plays to win. <laughs> not that it's important or anything, but I am winning. <laughs> So if you are feeling lonely in this time for your larger gaming groups, one thing that we have been experimenting with is Tabletop Simulator. Tabletop Simulator is just a video game that you download onto your computer. Um, and essentially all it is is just a physics simulator because um, it does not actually um, 
have like any victory conditions. It doesn't enforce any of the rules for you. Um, but what it does is put a little fake table out there and it knows how to shuffle cards and roll dice and stuff like that. So there's just a bunch of different mods that you can download that load in specific games. It comes pre-set up for playing virtual chess, checkers, and poker, but that's boring. So you can just go download some other ones. And there are actually like thousands of these available, which is fantastic. So you can get, I mean, a lot of the games that we've talked about already on the show, just um, in like the simulator form. Um, you can play Wingspan, Dice Throne, Splendor, Startups, Arboretum, Azul, um, Carcassonne, like we talked about. You can do that on Tabletop Simulator. The one that made me really lol is that you can play Twilight Imperium oh, on it. No. Just like <laughs> Not even in quarantine, Kate. Yeah, you just want to sit your ass in front of a computer all day. God, it sounds awful. But, you know, maybe that's your jam. I mean, honestly, if you are stuck with one person in quarantine and you want to play Twilight Imperium, you want to play a game that'll take you 12 plus hours, Mm -hmm. Twilight Imperium is the best choice. (laughs) You might not want to live with them anymore, which is a problem because you can't leave. But I guess that's fine. Yeah, so Tabletop Simulator is nice. Um, it definitely lacks a lot of the appealing parts of real gaming, like being able to touch all the bits and, you know, like just like the sensation of like rolling dice and yeah. shuffling cards is nice. But you, if you do it through Steam, you can even just use the Steam chat so you can just, you know, talk to your friends while you're playing games. And it's definitely a good option to just like canceling your weekly game night. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, one of my favorite things is the feature that if you're pissed off, you can flip the table. <laughs> and it just flips the table and it sends all the pieces flying. That's amazing. <laughs> and like, depending on how many bits you had on the table already, it could take a lot of computer processing power and then everyone will get like kind of pissed at you when it has to like, <laughs> But it's all I've ever wanted, really. I love that idea because I've managed to become the kind of person who will not flip a table when I lose through many years of of calming my emotions. <laughs> I mean, I want to flip my table yeah. all the time, but my real table is just too exactly. nice. I don't want to fuck up Internally, my table. I always want to flip the table when I lose, but externally I've learned to not do that because it upsets people. <laughs> How many times did you flip the table, Kate? Um, I think only like twice, just because my computer's a little shitty. <laughs> twice um, per game. I didn't want to like, load all of them graphics. <laughs> I mean, I've only played two games on it so, so twice. <laughs> <laughs> so once per game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, because obviously I did not win either game. Yeah. So, so of course you had to flip the table. Yeah, I did. I did a wingspan and I did a dice throne. Um, I liked dice throne a little better um, in this format just because it has a few less bits. Mm-hmm. Wingspan's a little annoying to like have to mouse your, you know, just use your little mouse to like go pick up every oh, individual egg yeah. and every individual food. That does seem a little it annoying. just gets a little mm-hmm. tedious. But dice throne, you have everything a little more consolidated right in front of you. You're mostly just rolling your dice that are right there, and there's just like a there's an option to just pick them all up at once and roll them. So that just works a little bit better I thought but yeah it's just really nice to have all those options especially yeah like for people like us we have like a weekly game night on Wednesdays and that's been hard to give up yeah in quarantine it's also kind of so cool. it's definitely not the best but you know it's better yeah than- it also seems like maybe it would be kind of a cool way to try out a game that you're not sold on buying right or do you have to know the rules yeah, I think so. The rules are in there. Yeah. Okay. All the little mods have a little, like, digital rule book. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that seems like a cool way to try out a game that you're not sure if you want to purchase or not. Or right now, I you can't go to the board game store and purchase it, so... <laughs> that seems cool. Yeah. 
I'm sold. Kate, let's 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 tabletop simulate sometime mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> well, one thing that's been, I guess, a positive about quarantine is that I finally have time to clear some of the shame games off of my shelf. All these things that I've either not played or have only played maybe once or twice. I played Junk Orbit for the first time this week. I got for my birthday. Ooh. Was it fun? It is fun. I liked it a lot. Patty absolutely schooled me, though, so I need to have another go. (laughs) Patty's just a savant at any sort of space games, maybe. Yeah, he's just really good at transporting junk through space. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you you guys have any games that that you're going to finally get time to play? I need to get Predaporter off my shame list because (laughs) the longer it stays on there, the more I get worried that I'll never play it and I'll just like try to get rid of it in order to stop feeling the shame. (laughs) Play it, play it. I know I have at least, uh, this is so so sad. I have at least one game from Gen Con that I haven't played yet. Wow. Uh, I have Ceylon, which I was so excited when I got it. I'm still, I really liked it when we played it. I know and I'm still excited to play it. It's just that like, you know, now it's so long that I don't remember the demos. I have to review the rules. And once I have to like review the rules, I get so bad at doing things because it's like, I have to do it ahead of time because like come game night time, I'm like, I don't want to learn anything new right now. I want to already like have a working knowledge of the game before we start playing it. I want to already be playing the game. I want to like already be playing the game. And I don't know if that's... It's hard to convince ourselves to, or at least to myself, I won't speak for you, to try to learn rules. It's like, or... We could play this game that we've played 50 times before. (laughs) Well, the problem, like, for me, I don't know if this is, like, a common problem, but, like, if I can convince myself ahead of time to learn the rules, then, like, come game night, I'm more willing to, like, teach it to someone. But, like, on game night, I don't want to have to learn the rules myself and then teach it. Like, Mm -hmm. that just seems like it's way too much. Way too time consuming, and then we're just really eating into the okay, time. So you're gonna learn fun. the rules to Ceylon tonight, and then tomorrow okay. we'll play it. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> okay, I'll work on that. I also need to play Shinobi Clans, which I've had for what, like four years or something. Yes. Like since it came out, <laughs> it's such a beautiful game. I don't know why I haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs> I do have other shame games, but they're a little yeah. bit more recent. Oh, well, and some that are so old that almost seem like dead games to me like (laughs) they're not even on the shameless anymore they've like rotated out yes but i'm gonna you know it's now is the time to really focus my attention on those games and like give them and games that we haven't played in a really long time Mm -hmm. like you said you hadn't played lords of water deep in a long time we should play that yeah Yeah. oh i want to play that i don't have that though (laughs) maybe we can find it on tabletop maybe we can maybe we can tabletop simulate it we have one more game that we bought at Gen Con that I'm pretty sure we've only played one time, which was in the airport on our way home from Gen Con. Mm-hmm. It says Ray Colt. It's another Uwe Rosenberg garden game. Mm-hmm. So I really should probably play that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. This Now is the time. Yeah. <laughs> now is the time for games. Now is time Instead for of taking a three-hour nap <laughs> every day, maybe I You can take a, a one-hour nap and play a two-hour game. Yeah. yeah. Or exactly. take a two-hour nap and play a one-hour game. Yeah. <laughs> These seem like reasonable compromises. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do, yeah. <laughs> we also played Reavers of Midgard for our second time ever, so I was proud of that. Although, we did that thing where we waited too long and I had to relearn the rules. So now I should probably play it again, like, this week to, like, solidify it in there Mm -hmm. before Viking Con. And you're like, 
oh, I have to learn these rules again. Didn't I learn them before? (laughs) Yeah. Our most recent replay is Scythe since it's been so many, it's been like years since we played it. Like we set it up and it took us all to set it up and we set it up and I looked at it and like we schwazied to see who went first and I went first and I was like, okay, Sarah, how, how do I play this game? (laughs) Because I had a moment like, I like, you know, part of me like remembers the game, but then I felt very overwhelmed all of a sudden. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I looked at all the pieces on the board and I was like, oh God, oh God, what do? It was funny, cool, because we played the same copy that we've played before, which is our friend Aaron's copy. And it was the last time anyone had played, it was 2016. <laughs> <laughs> but Kate, Kate, you would be so proud. Me and Arizona did our whole game of Scythe with no conflict. We didn't oh, wow. fight at all. Mm-hmm. And... It was the most peaceful game either of us have ever played together. <laughs> so that's how you're both still alive during quarantine. <laughs> yeah, we so just far. can't fight. Yeah. Still fighting. <laughs> well, you're doing great. So fun. <laughs> Another nice thing about this quarantine is I finally did a board game relating project that I've been meaning to do again since Gen Con. At Gen Con, I bought the Sagrada Broken Token insert that holds the like all the expansions, and I finally put that together. I was so proud of you. And, you know, it took like eight months or so for me to get around to doing, but I felt really proud of myself that I finally did it, you know, seemed it was about time. That's a nice insert, too. Are you so proud you get to look at it? Like the pretty little... The little windows that hold the little tokens and stuff. It's so pretty. It's so cute. I really want to, like, kind of paint it now, because I feel like it would be so pretty, but I... It'll be gorgeous. I'm not much in the painting skills, but... I don't know. It might be something for me to try again. Yeah, I mean, you probably don't need time. to like be great to make it look nice. I feel yeah. like just a little something, something. Yeah, just a little something yeah. just to make it extra special. I've also been taking on some projects because I did. We found on the internet a while ago that crochet pattern for the little like oh, nest yeah. to hold mm-hmm. the eggs in. Mm-hmm. What's that game that I love? Wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> I made that. You and made it. it made me happy. Aww, so now I've got cute. I've got all my eggs safely stashed in there, which means I now have the original egg trays for the chocolate eggs that are available at grocery stores now. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna like save those chocolate eggs all through the year until they're available? Again? Oh shit! Patty's at the grocery <laughs> store right now. I should have told him to buy like ten bags. <laughs> <laughs> he should know. And it's also been a great, a great time for mini painting. I know, at least for Patty, he's been like churning through so many fucking minis. I just cannot even imagine. Pictures of minis every day. Yeah, like (laughs) when he's some people are even less busy at work. (laughs) I've done no board game related projects, but that's okay. I feel like that's an important message to send to people that you don't need to. I don't have to. Like I am considering buying a dinosaur island insert. Because I can't play it until I have some better organization. <laughs> the game does have a lot of bits. It has so many bits. I am considering buying Sarah the Dinosaur Island inserts so we can play Dinosaur Island. Because <laughs> <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, I played that one player. And since there's so many bits without the insert, it takes so long to set it up that like I remember still how long it took me to set it up. And like it's like, oh, God. I really need a nicer way to do this. Yeah. yeah, I feel like even with the insert, it's not like a negligible amount of time. Like, there's a lot of stuff Please in that don't box. Say that. <laughs> I mean, no, it's it's way easier. It's way easier. But like, you know, there's just a lot of bits. You gotta, you've gotta, you know, pet every little dinosaur meeple on its head. Mm-hmm. Remind it that you love it. Tell it it's a good boy. Yeah, not to eat too many 
people who visit many the park cats. only eat the hooligans, yeah. even though that's technically not how the rules work. Technically <laughs> not. Our friends started getting interested in that game Gaslands, which is like a minis game that you use Hot Wheels cars for. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And so I've been using some of this time to make more cars. I made this beautiful party bus. It's like a... <laughs> It's a double-decker, like, London-style bus, but it's pink. <laughs> it's crewed by guinea pigs. Aww. And one little rabbit on the top with a gun that I painted to look like Brucie. Aww. <laughs> Cute. And I put, like, a little party-like banner on the side that says, Pulls Die. <laughs> it's got a harpoon, and it's beautiful. I was very pleased that I'd had time to finish that. It sounds adorable. Yeah, I mean, I guess, Yeah. And it goes with, I posted on my Instagram a while ago, I made two little Gaslands cars out of, instead of Hot Wheels, I found one of the little kids, little girls toy brands made something called Cutie Cars. So one of them is like, it's like, they look like little animals, so it's like a little doggy and a little kitty, but they're cars. (laughs) And they're also decorated like fruit for some reason, so it's like a little pineapple kitty car and like a little kiwi dog convertible. I don't know. I don't know. That's cute. You're going to be the cutest Yeah. (laughs) But like the point of Gaslands is that it's kind of like an apocalyptic like yeah. like Mad Max thing. So yeah, I had to add like spikes and like a flamethrower. <laughs> it's it's great and it's beautiful. And now I suppose I should actually play the game. But I had time to finish my I had time to finish my team up. Yeah. Nice. Well, Thanks, now quarantine. That you have a cool team, you're gonna be more enthusiastic about playing it's true. Games. It's true. Yeah. Although I'll have to just I'll have to see how it works two player since it'll be a while before we'll yeah. be together again. <laughs> Oh, and I made some cute little meeples out of clay. I'm happy with those. I oh. should put a picture on Instagram up because they're cute. I don't know what I'm going to use them for, but they're cute. <laughs> I have the ones that you gave us, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with these. I want to use them in a game, but like, what game? Yeah. <laughs> I don't they're know. So they're cute, cute, though. They just exist for cuteness. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe I should try to like turn them into like earrings or something. I don't know. Oh, that would be cute. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. We'll see how long this quarantine goes. (laughs) See how much it drives my creativity. You're accomplishing a lot in quarantine, Kate, considering you're working so much. Well, yeah, I feel like it's going to kind of taper back now because my work is really amping up. And, like, I guess if there's a time to work overtime, it's when I don't have to, like, commute to work. But, like, still feel like I should be able to just do all the craft projects I want instead of punching (laughs) in for overtime. (laughs) Oh, well. I should just feel lucky that during this trying time, I have a job and continue to get paid Mm -hmm. because I know that not everyone has had that. And you can continue to fund your board game habit. It's true. I probably should just order something else online. (laughs) I ordered recently uh, one of those fancy i know patty has one but like a where it holds all of your tokens and it spins like kind of like a oh lazy yeah susan uh, broken token holder. Yeah. i love it broken token but lazy susan token holder what options um, did you pick like what I, color is it what's the little picture it's like a lighter wood um i can't remember exactly which wood it is i looked at all the woods ash that, or something maybe i don't know some of the the woods i really liked were the really expensive ones because it turns out that you know i have expensive taste <laughs> oh yes you're so you need to have it in a, a rich mahogany <laughs> yes but I got it with the the six the six trays, the six components, and then I got the sheep in the center. Oh, cute. Which I know is what Patty has, because I asked him which one yeah. he has. And I, I thought mean, obviously about, Patty picks a sheep. Well, yeah, and I thought I looked at the other ones and the problem is that the sheep is so cute and I love it the is sheep. Really cute. And I was just like, I want yeah. the sheep so bad. <laughs> I was looking at this with Arizona and the same 
website had these fancy dice rolling trays that had like little filigreed legs on them so they were like wooden box i maybe have hey no they're so cute yep Patty got me one for my birthday. It has the filigreed legs and it has like tentacles carved in the side. No, it's beautiful. Kate, it's so beautiful. <laughs> okay, you know what? I was close to ordering one, but the they had one picture that was purple that had a D20 engraved on it with the filigree legs. But like the problem was is they I couldn't find the options that like to customize it that matched up to the exact one that was pictured. And I wanted basically that yeah. that like yeah. I was like, can I have that one that is pictured because so it makes extra. me like you don't need little legs on your dice no, rolling tray, you but I want them. <laughs> I it. Like I felt like this insane like oh my god like this turns me on like yeah. this is what turns me on is having those fancy filigree legs on the side of my dice rolling box. Quarantine is really getting to Arizona. It's not yeah. too long since she felt the touch of another human being. <laughs> she only she only gets aroused for board game components now. Yes. That's all that happens. Although, I mean, I am going to be picking up some overtime cash, so maybe I can get myself some more extra, extra bits. <laughs> I do I do have room in my wingspan box for more of the Windbird meeples, so oh. maybe it's time. you got to have options is the thing. Like, yeah, you only need five birds, but, like, what if you had ten so that your friends could pick? <laughs> yeah, right? I was feeling like even though it's just in quarantine, like, we pulled out the five birds that I do have, and it's like, I know we're not even going to use all five, but, like, what if there were ten that I could just look at and enjoy? Yeah. Because <laughs> all five of these are so cute, and I just like to look at them. <laughs> right? Anybody have anything else? Nope. No. Right? Cool. Well, I guess that's all for us. Please send us an email and let us know how you guys are doing during quarantine. We are notplayingtowin at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram and Twitter at notplayingtowin. Our blog, notplayingtowin.wordpress.com, will have links to some of the stuff we talked about today. And as always, go send us your funny memes on our subreddit, our notplayingtowin. And maybe it'll inspire me to do that too, because I guess technically I maybe have more time now. I don't know. <laughs> so until next time. Stay the fuck where you are and play a board game that you already have and wash your hands, I guess. <laughs> Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Bye. 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 Not playing to win. <laughs> <laughs>